All views and opinions expressed in this podcast may lead to learning. All information provided is for educational and developmental purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for a growth mindset. Before taking action, please consult your motivation. This is the Teacher Talking Time Podcast. Welcome to our Teacher Talking Time Podcast for language learners, the cult of learning. To those of you who are new to our series, the aim of this is to really encourage students, humans, to find and pursue things that they are passionate about when learning a foreign language. The Cult of Learning series are episodes for language learners. Um, and in these episodes, basically what we do is we discuss tools and strategies for learning, and then we try as our best to provide opportunities for those of you who need more effective listening practice. And after a little bit of a hiatus here, we didn't record one um, last month, we're back with a new episode. And in today's episode, we will be looking at a tool that is commonly used in project management, a tool that is also used in employee performance management, and also personal development. But we think that this is a tool that can be used when learning a language. Of course, we're talking about setting SMART goals. If you don't know what SMART goals are, stick around and listen to this episode because we're going to be going um, deep into how you can actually um, set specific goals when you are trying to learn a language. But Mike, before we get the ball rolling here, we always, as usual, have some very important reminders. That's right, everyone. We hope you had a great summer. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are it's fall. The leaves are changing. We're very happy to be back. Um, you might have some catching up to do with us. So if you are listening to our podcast, please do not forget to subscribe to that podcast so you don't fall behind and stay on touch. Stay in touch with us. You can do so using your favorite podcast player. Also, please check out our YouTube channel. It's a great resource for both students and teachers. And if you really want to learn more about the work we do and the courses we offer, please don't forget to visit our website and subscribe to our mailing list for those exclusive bonuses and promotions. And also, don't forget to follow us on social media uh, and on Instagram at, at @learnyourenglish. That's right. Now, just a quick word, Leo, if I mm. can. Yeah. We are going to talk about SMART goals. SMART goals are incredibly transferable. And mm. if you are the type of person that would love to learn more transferable skills, particularly trying to improve maybe another language you're trying to learn, in this mm -hmm. case, English, then please check out our self-directed learning portal. That's right. Self-directed right. learning portal, or the SDLP, is $5 a month or $50 a year. And you get access to asynchronous lessons, self-study materials, as well as live lessons. Not to mention a great community, a community of practice, if you will, with other students from all over the world and some of our teachers who are also part of our continuous professional development program. While there, you can check out our quick fixes, which include more specific lessons around the finer points of language, like how to extend a conversation how to master certain sections of the IELTS test, and how to boost your academic English with some quick study tips about reading journal articles and so on. Quick fixes are only $10 each, and we guarantee that you will definitely notice improvements in your language. 
So let's get after it, Leo. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very happy to have you back here, man. It's been a while, eh? When was the last time? We... Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I was on the, uh, the other side of Canada when you, you uh, recorded that last session or, or something right. like that. So it's great to be back here with you again. Yes. Yes. Uh, we have a very interesting episode today because we're going to be talking about setting specific goals. And Mike, before we get uh, started into smart goals, um, I always have these questions in mind, and I usually ask students a few questions, and I'm going to ask you those questions, Ooh. and you tell me what you think about them. So the first question I have is, when, when a student is learning, actually a question that we can ask the, the, the listeners here, when you are learning English or any other language outside class, how do you know how much to do? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because you don't want to set your bar too high because you might not achieve it. At the same time, you don't want to set your bar too low because you might, you, you, you might not get there. It'll take forever to get to the place where you want to be. That's so right. So it's a tough one. It's a yeah. tough one. It's about finding the, the Goldilocks, right? The, yeah. the bowl of porridge that's not too hot or not too cold. That's right. That's right. And you can't really say that you're going to do an hour a day because an hour a day might be too much for you. Mm -hmm. But you, I, again, it's a very difficult question, but this is a question that I want everyone to consider as they listen to this episode. The second question I have is, how do you know when you have done enough? Ooh, another, another good one. And actually, I think there's a, there are two things I want to say. One, that's really tough to know. I would say that you're at the point where you could go a little further, but you'd be happy and content to stop what you're doing. So, so mm. maybe if you are studying for, you studied hard for 20 minutes, you could push it to 30 minutes, but at the end of that, you might be overly tired. You might be so tired that you want to skip the next day. So again, I think you want to leave yourself wanting more. It's like <laughs> when you right. go to the gym, you don't want to go all out because maybe you'll skip the next day because you're too sore, right? That's right. I think. I think for me, it's about getting to a point where you're satisfied with what you achieved and you still have some desire to, to pick up from where you left off the next day. Right. But here's a problem too, Mike. When you are in that flow state, in the zone, oh, oh. Okay. and you're like, oh, I can keep going because I'm really into this. How do you know? How do you know that you should keep going or you should stop? I tend to keep going. But then, as you said, the next day, I kind of like use that as an excuse not to do the work. So as you said, there's a very fine line right there. Yeah. And I think maybe the point is then the flow, you're in the flow and you're doing it. It's when it becomes conscious, mm -hmm. when you realize that you've done that, like you, when you're in the flow, you're not thinking, you're not even hungry, right? Yeah. You're just going after it. You're doing it. That's but right. When you become conscious of how much you've achieved. I think that's the point. That's, that's the right. point that you stop. And then you say, I'll pick up from where I left off tomorrow. That's right. Here's the other question I have for you. How do you know if you have been productive? How do you measure productivity? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. This is a throwback to any of the diehards out there. But I'm going to go back to when my to-do list is done. Mm. So, uh, and this is maybe getting ahead of ourselves, but I'm going to get back. I'm going to have a goal even before I start. And then I'm going to tick and anything that takes place in that state of flow that goes beyond that goal 
is just some extra icing on the cake, right? Mm -hmm, it's just, mm -hmm. that's just bonus. That's right. But I think I'm going to just tick those boxes. If you ask me. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I wonder what the audience would say though. That's right. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good question. And I think another question that would help us understand the essence of smart goals, a question that would help you reflect on your le language learning goals would be, do you use language learning targets? If you use mm -hmm. those language learning targets, what are their typical, what are your typical targets? Like, do you say, I'm going to learn some new words? I'm going to talk with some friends today. Like, what are those, those learning targets for you? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. So I'm going to take it outside of language learning because I've been focusing a lot of, on my own writing. But I think for me, it's, it's quantitative. So mm. it's having... Explain okay, that to us, quantitative, yeah, so people so understand. Yeah, so there's a number attached to it. That's what I'm thinking. So mm. I'm going to write so many sentences or I'm going to write um, a page uh, today. I'm going to write one chapter right. today. So, so for me, there's a measurement and that helps with the checking to hold myself accountable. Um, yeah. And I think <laughs> the, no, no, it's a great question, but, um, but I think it also has to be achievable because again, part of what we talk about is developing habits. Yeah. So I can't say I'm going to write five pages every day. So it's all about consistency. When mm -hmm. I get down, on, when I sit down in front of my computer, I'm going to write for X amount of time or, or for, or produce X amount of writing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and after that, I'm going to, again, realize I'm out of that state of flow and, and then move on the next day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's a lot of what you said is very much in line with everything that we have been talking about in our, in our podcast. Um, and I think a lot of language learners, they, they get really impatient. They get really frustrated because in their heads, they're thinking they're just, and I'm quotation marks, you're just learning a language, but their goal is usually not to just learn the language because learning could be learning grammatical rules. Learning could be just learning a bunch of isolated words that make absolutely no difference in how you communicate, but their goal is usually this to be able to speak the language they're learning everybody that learns a language is trying to be able or is trying to speak the language but what does that actually mean mm. that's a great question and and is it even is it even a production goal so for me if, mm. if someone were to ask me hey mike um what's your language learning goal for for japanese today if I, you know if, if i were still living in japan um, surrounded in the language, like many of our listeners are immersed in English. So um, if someone asked me that, maybe my goal isn't that I'm going to learn five words, it could be, but I think for me, a more, a more realistic goal would be, oh, I'm going to try and put myself in X type of situation. Because mm. I think that's the way that real language learning takes place, right? That's right. So my goal today is to, to um, ask a stranger a question. Mm. and to successfully thank them for their help, that's right? <laughs> and that's going to kind of force me to do it rather than say, I'm going to go out and use the word atmosphere. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so maybe it's better if I put myself in a situation and, and struggle a little bit and then see what comes out of that and learn, learn retroactively. Right, learn from right. 
from the experience. So this is why, Mike, and everyone listening, this is why it's so important for you that if you really want to make progress in a language, you really need to know right from the beginning what is it that you're trying to learn and how you're going to achieve that, which brings us to the main course of our podcast today, which is smart goals for effective language learning. So, Mike, um, and everyone listening, are you familiar with the term SMART? It's actually an acronym, S-M-A-R-T. Wow, you just helped me because I always go back to Homer Simpson where he says, I am so smart, S-M-R-T. Yeah. But uh, I am familiar with it. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because I've heard different words for each letter. Really? <laughs> yeah. So let's yeah. talk about that. Let's talk about that. So let's talk about the first letter. What does the S stand for? So this one's been fairly consistent, Leo, across yeah. the board. I think most people agree that the S stands for specific. Right. So the goal has to be specific. We'll talk more about each. Let's just break down the, the acronym here. What about the M? What does the M stand for? So the M, I think, again, it's been pretty consistent across the board. Measurable. Right. So maybe there's something to measure, quantify, mm -hmm. uh, qualify even in some way. Okay. What about the A? So the A... I've, I've seen a couple. I've okay. seen achievable. Okay. And I've also seen ambitious. Pretty interesting, eh? What is the difference between saying that a goal is achievable and ambitious? I feel like there's a slight mm. difference between the two. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking... I think achievable is better than ambitious. You think? But I wonder if the result is better. So, for example, achievable, I can do it ambitious it's going to keep me driving forward that's true that's true yeah i wonder but you have to it goes back to that question that we asked at the beginning um how ambitious are you are you when you're setting this goal because sometimes i think we kind of we're too ambitious in our goals like mm -hmm. you, like we said you can go from like not reading a book to like i'm going to start reading every day for an hour that's a bit too ambitious so you need to be very so this is why I think the achievable and the ambitious can kind of, they can help each other. Coexist. Yeah, they can you coexist, start maybe yeah. with something achievable and then build from there to more That's ambitious right. targets. That's what right. What about the R? The R. I've heard also two different uh, words that stand for the R in the SMART um, goal setting. The R, I've heard relevant. Oh, okay. But I've also heard people using um, the adjective realistic. Yeah. Yeah, because that would be kind of an oxymoron, wouldn't it? To have ambitious targets and then realistic. So they're ambitious, but they're also realistic. So there's something I can do. So maybe they're ambitious from one perspective. Like um, it's quite an ambitious target to talk to a stranger and to ask mm -hmm. them a question, but it's realistic that you'll meet at least one person. Yes. Right. And again, we're going to break these down early. So, so again, maybe something might be challenging or ambitious from one perspective, however, realistic. And, and quite straightforward from another, because it is quite likely mm -hmm. you're going to bump into at least one stranger a day. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And what about the T, Mike? T, I've always, this has re remained consistent, time bound. Yes. Yeah, so. I've heard timely. <laughs> timely. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. There's no time like the present, as yeah. they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, timely. So, we have specific, measurable, achievable, or ambitious. Mm hmm. And then we have realistic or relevant and timely or time-bound. So 
Mike, let's break this down now. What does each of the letters mean in practice? Let's start with with smart with the with the first one, the S specific. So you need to break down language learning into very specific tasks that you're trying to accomplish. So when I think about specific, I'm thinking a lot of students say today I'm going to learn vocabulary. Is that specific enough? No, I, I yeah, I wouldn't say that's specific enough. What would be um, more specific then? Um, today I'm going to learn these words. Right. Yeah. Okay. And maybe those are words that you heard the day before or you heard mm. on, a, on a great podcast called The right. Cult of Learning. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you could say, I'm going to read this, um, this um, about this crime in the newspaper and learn some words related to crime. That's there we more go. So topic-based. Yeah. Topic-based, yeah. yes. So that's okay. a very specific, very specific goal. What about in terms of pronunciation? A lot of students say, I need to improve my pronunciation. Is that specific enough? Yeah, it's not. Doesn't come across as specific. Um, a, a good, a good specific example might be. Oh, you know what? I'm going to get the intonation right when I ask a question. Mm. So I'm going to maybe go up if it's a yes/no question, or and down if it's a like an open-ended question. So that type of um, target might be a little bit smarter. Right. Um, right. Another goal that I hear a lot of students saying that they have is I need to improve my grammar. <laughs> How specific is that? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a whole. Yeah, that's a whole can of worms we could open with that one. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, like maybe not. I'm going to learn grammar. What could we say? We could say, you know what? I'm going to um, I'm going to think about a recent event. Mm. And I'm going to practice describing it using some of the tenses that I think might be more suitable right. to describe this event. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's it. So, so what's interesting, Mike, is while you're working on each of those examples, the, each of those objectives, you are going to be, of course, learning English. But your learning is much more focused. Your learning is much more specific. And because of that, you will feel much more motivated um, to understand and also understand when you have met your goals and when you are ready to move on to the next one. Because that was the question that I asked you at the beginning. Because when you read, for example, the newspaper article on, on a crime that happened in your, in your country and you learn specific words related to that, you will know exactly when you have met, when you have achieved that specific goal, right? 100%. All right. Let's move on to the second one. Uh, measurable. So measurable. Okay. So I was thinking about this. Um, that's a hard one, Mike. Measurable. Um, how can you measure that you have learned those crime words, the, the, the crime vocabulary based on the story that you read in the newspaper? Yeah, that's a good one. So first of all, let's just clarify. So we're talking about measurable we're talking about putting a number on something, yes right yes so how can we measure if we've used the vocabulary mm. well um a common i mean a common trait would be i'm going to go out i'm going to try and and use these words with someone to describe mm. so maybe i'm going to uh call my friend my english-speaking friend and i'm going to just Take an opportunity to say, hey, I was reading an interesting article about a crime that happened. Right. And I would pre maybe practice retelling the story. 
I know mm-hmm. a lot of our listeners, they've emailed me or they've talked to me through the self-directed learning portal, our, our class, our, our um, uh, portal for students. And they've said, Mike, you know, I really like to journal at the end of the day. So I'll take those words that I've learned and try to write sentences using mm-hmm. them. So maybe I'll write one or two sentences for each word. That's right. So those might be two examples of how we could quantify or measure our production. Mm-hmm. And I, it's funny because I was teaching, I'm teaching a, um, a guy, he is basically a software engineer, but he leads a team of, of other engineers. And he was telling me that he wants to be more persuasive in English. He wants to be able to convince people to do things. And I asked him, like, what would be a measurable goal for you? And he said, basically, I can just learn five adverbs or I can learn five phrases that can help me emphasize what I'm trying to communicate or, or five phrases that will help me sound more, um, what's the word, more persuasive in this case. So that's how we become, or this is how we set our goals to be more measurable. And I like what you said, Mike, put a number. You have to put a number on it. Because if you don't quantify it, as you said, then it becomes very difficult for you to know when you have um, completed the task, right? Absolutely. And it feels better at the end of the day, right? Like if you look at your calendar or look at your vocabulary log, your journal, whatever you're writing, and at the end of say, one week, one month, six months, one year, you see all of that hard work that you've kind of accrued and gathered Mm -hmm. over the year. It's really rewarding. So, you know, measurable is there to help motivate us and to push us, but it's also there to kind of pat us on the back and say, well done. You look how much you've done over the past so many days, That's weeks, right. months, and years. Yeah. Another example of, um, of a measurable goal, and I was just thinking about that, would be, you know, you would read one short story and then you, under, you would underline five words that you don't understand, but you would like to learn more about. So you would basically read the article, underline those words, and then you would go in a dictionary, learn about how they are used, learn about the meaning, the pronunciation of those words. And then, as you said, Mike, you could say, well, now what I could do, that's the ambitious part. You could say, I'm wanting to now um, tell the story or describe this, this, this crime story that I read about to other people using those five words from that very specific article. So this is how we're getting... I mean, we're getting even more specific now, aren't we? Quite specific. And I would yes. argue even more relevant, right? Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if these are these these different words, these letters that are coming together, they're actually not in isolation. They actually right. all do come together to, uh, to That's get true. us towards our target. That's true. There is a, they, they are interconnected. There is a, mm. they're intertwined. Um, they don't, they, they, they don't exist in isolation. They're all kind of, Related. This is why they form a word because it's the word smart in this case. So, Mike, let's move on now to the third letter of of uh, of smart, which is the letter A. And in this case, we're looking at ambitious or achievable. What what yeah, does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, let's start with achievable first because I okay. think achievable is like what can I do now, today, perhaps without the help of others. Right. Right. So this is kind of my starting point. This is what I think I can do next to get me further based on the tools, the intelligence, the knowledge, the experience I have. But Mm. Leo, Mm. you and I, we always talk about 
in order to learn, we need to leave our comfort zone. That's right. So that's where I think it dovetails. It goes into this idea of ambitious, right? Mm -hmm. And that you, you need to make sure that it's not only what you can do, but you need to push yourself to make yes. sure that it actually sounds and is challenging to you just a That's little right. bit, right? That's right. That's right. It's, it's, it's very important because you need to know exactly how challenging it is. It has to be the right amount of, of a difficulty because if it becomes too difficult, you are more likely to give up. And if it's too easy, you're going to be bored and you're not going to do it. So that's where that flow being in the zone. This is why being in the zone is so important because you really have to find that, as you said, that sweet spot. What is the sweet spot for you? So again, an example of that, Mike, would be instead of setting yourself a goal of learning 10 new words every week, call it 30, you know, or if you feel, you know, brave enough or ambitious enough, as you said, let's say 50 words. I don't know how, I don't know. Again, I don't think for me, it would be realistic to learn 50 words a week because I don't think I can do that. But for me, it would be 10 words, 15 words, maybe. You know what? What you just said reminds me of something I've heard about weight loss. Mm. And they said, if you need to lose 10 pounds, you don't say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. You say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. That's right. Right. So you yeah. always set that target a little bit beyond mm, the, the like achievable that. target. Right. So that's what we mean. Like you said, Leo, the sweet spot. Well, that sweet spot's just beyond what's achievable. Right. Right. And, right. and that seems to be the way to go. Because um, when it comes time to take a break, if your target's <laughs> 10 words a week and then you say, ah, this week I'm busy, I'm only going to do eight, then you only do eight. But think about it. If you set that target a little bit beyond your sweet spot at 15 and you take a break, hey, who knows? You might have 13. That's and then right. you're beyond that initial achievable target. That That's right. That's a good point. That's a good point, man. Mm -hmm. It's a really good point. Yeah. So don't say I'm going to go to the gym every day for an hour. Say I'm going to go to the gym every day for an hour and 30 minutes. But if you spend an hour and five minutes or an hour and 10 minutes, you have already um, gone beyond. So... I think it's, you're right, Mike. I think it's really important to balance. And again, looking at both the word ambitious here, it's important to balance ambitious with the next um, letter of, of the SMART goals here, which is realistic. So you have to balance being ambitious with being realistic, which is, again, the next element of SMART goals. So if you're learning a language and you don't feel confident in your ability, or if you are hesitating whether to say something or not, when people are having a conversation, you want to chime in. If you're worried that you're going to make a mistake, I would say just go for it. Embrace the unknown. Be ambitious. Be bold. Going back to the seven C's, Mike, um, <laughs> you have to have that, um, that confidence, right? It's the second C, that strong confidence that you can actually attain that goal. Yeah, and I, I think before we before we take a break or move on, I think it's quite important that um, that we also go back to something we said very early on, which you need to be ambitious, but at the same point, you also just need to get started. So that's why it's mm. important to a show up, make it achievable, but set that target a little bit beyond. Because I think even Leo, you and I have had days where we don't feel like doing something, but once you get started. 
you end up entering that state of flow. So mm -hmm. it's almost like a do it, get started, show up, make it achievable. But it's probably more beneficial if you set that target a little bit more ambitious than than you yeah. want. But the key thing is to kind of blend all three of those, I think. Yeah, I think that's the most difficult thing for a lot of people, myself included, which is to get started. You just have to start. Like, you know this because you write every day. So it's that first word, that first sentence is usually the most difficult one to get to, to get on the on the page. But once you get started, it, it, I don't know, there's something to be said about that. Because at least for me, when I start writing, I, I think I spend about 10 minutes just thinking about what I'm going to write. Absolutely. Yeah. And Sometimes then, longer. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you yeah. write that first sentence, you're like, oh, okay. And then you kind of like, you start going and you start going and then eventually you start feeling more comfortable and you kind of embrace, even though you think that your writing is not going anywhere or the ideas are not very good, but you still go, you, you still keep going. And then eventually you feel that you're making progress. So yeah. that's right. So Mike, before we move on to talk about realistic and time bound, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I studied English in a classroom for years, but felt I was not improving and not having fun either. I did not know how to learn a language. Then I found the Learn Your English online membership. My name is Victor and I am an LYE member. This membership is for people who are passionate about learning English in their own way. These are not classes. This is learning outside of the classroom. We learn by participating in activities just for us, effective and fun. The special thing about the community is that the teachers will do anything they can to find the best way for you to learn. In my case, it has been through philosophy, psychology and life in general. Head over to the Learn Your English website for all the details. That is learnyourenglish.com. Ready to take control of your learning? Join me today in the Learn Your English student community. Hello everyone, my name is Charlotte, I'm from France, and you're listening to the Teacher Talking Time, the Learn Your English program. Bonjour tout le monde, je m'appelle Charlotte, et bienvenue sur le Teacher Talking Time, the Learn Your English podcast. All right, and here we are back with our episode where we're talking about smart goals for effective language learning. So, Mike, we've looked at the first three. So we've looked at specific. So, for example, um, I will learn some words about crime in the newspaper. And then we talked about the second one, which is measurable. So it would be, as you said, I'll spend one hour or 30 minutes learning 10 words about crime in the newspaper. And then ambitious, as we said, could be I'll spend an hour learning 20 new words about crimes in the newspaper. So Mike, what's the next one? Oh, the next one's it's it's really important. In fact, it's quite personal to me because it's the one that I I typically mess up. Oh, so, yeah? well, the thing is, Leo, we have all these goals that we want to achieve. They might be very specific, they might be measurable. But one thing we don't do is factor in everyday life and responsibilities, yeah. <laughs> right? So if you don't take that into account when you're setting your objectives, it's unlikely that you're going to be able to keep to your routine and actually meet those objectives and goals. So I think right. it's really important to be realistic and to take your life and everyday responsibilities into account when mm. you're setting your objectives. That's, uh, that's hard, man. That's real. I, th I think the, the R... Actually, Mike, I was thinking about this. Tell me, let me know if you agree with this. When I think about relevant, 
I think about reasonable. Your goals have to be reasonable. Not only reasonable and realistic, but they also have to be resourced. And they have to be, to a certain extent, results-based, as you said. And I think the results-based is kind of connected to the measurable, okay? But when I think about, mm, yeah. when I think about that relevance, I think... I always think about this. This goal has to matter to me. And it also has to align with other relevant goals that I have in my life. But we, we can't forget, Mike, that, as you said, life, we have to take into consideration the fact that we have other commitments in life and things like that. We need support. We need assistance. We need help in achieving our goals. So, Make sure that when you are choosing a goal that is relevant, that matters to you, make sure that your plans drive everyone around you, like your family, friends, drives everyone around forward. But make sure that you're still the one in the driver's seat. You're the one who is responsible for achieving your own goal. What do you think? No, I think that's a great point. I think that we we tend to downplay the role of environment, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, if I like from a health perspective, if I want to be a healthier person, but all I do is hang around with people who watch six hours of football every Sunday, <laughs> it, right? Like that's not very realistic that I'm going to be able to stick to my meal plan and stick to my routine. I yeah. could, but the, the, re, the reality of that happening is less likely than me say, joining a running club and making new friends with those types of people That's and maintaining right. these other relationships, but, but perhaps finding a new role for them in my life. Mm -hmm. um, secondary to this new goal I have. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, I've heard like people who wanted to quit drinking. They, they've often said like, you know, I actually needed to change the friends I hang, I hung out with <laughs> That's because, right. because their old friends were kind of perpetuating these, these bad habits. So mm -hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're definitely onto something. That mm -hmm. environment plays a major role in that's our ability to attain our goals. Yeah, that's something that James Clear talks a lot about, the role okay. of environment in achieving our goals. Um, and I was even thinking as you were saying that, when I think about a relevant goal, I'm thinking a goal that answers where you can actually say yes to like two, two of these questions. I think one question you always have to ask yourself when you're planning a goal or setting a very specific goal is to ask yourself, is this the right time? Because going back to time bound, right? Um, but is this the right time for me to achieve this goal? Does this match my efforts, my needs? Am I the right person to achieve or to reach this goal? You know, and again, is this goal applicable in my current environment? or socioeconomic environment, I don't know. But I think those questions are very important. Yeah, and, and it sounds like, even though they're two very different words, realistic and relevant, um, they're actually quite closely related. Yeah. Right? I don't think you can separate them. So that's why, folks, that's why there are so many other possible answers and people have made different suggestions for some of these letters. And if you know of any other ones that, you, that you've heard for, for SMA, R or T, please let us know in the chat. That would, be, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. And I was thinking about what would be a relevant goal for someone learning a language. Well, I'll give you an example. I'm teaching a lawyer and she's, very, she's a very beginner uh, student. She doesn't really know much about the language. But she said to me, Leo, I want to learn to talk about music. I want to learn to talk about films. 
and to describe my weekends when I go back to the office on Monday. So I said to her, a goal that would be relevant would be for you to spend some time, maybe an hour or 30 minutes learning 20 new words. So again, where it's smart, it's specific, it's measurable, it's relevant, it's achievable for talking about those topics, for talking about music, for talking about films, for talking about weekends. A student who wants to go to university in Canada and write academic essays, they have to do something along the same lines. They say, you know what? Every day I'm going to read two journals and I'm going to find examples of five examples of phrases that I can use when I'm writing an abstract for my papers in the future, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and again, it's, it's bringing both things in. It's, it's going to be a, re, a, a, it's going to be a realistic goal. It's not going to be some sort of a, a outlandish number, um, mm-hmm. but it's also going to be very relevant to my greater purpose for learning English or getting healthy or, or becoming um, uh, a, a better um, HR manager and so on. Right, right. Mike, we're, we're on to the last one now. The T, yes, Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What do we have for the T there? T is all about time. Time is money, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. time is money. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think we have all of these things that we have specific goals. They're measurable. They're achievable at the beginning, but leading to more ambitious towards the end. And again, they're realistic, but they're relevant to our lives. But the thing is, we have to set a schedule for ourselves, yeah. Leo, right? Yeah. We have to make them time bound. Mm-hmm. And by, by time bound, I mean, we actually have to set a deadline for yeah. ourselves, right? I think this is the one I struggle with the most. Why? I nev- because I, I, I don't really like setting deadlines for myself. Okay. But then if I don't do that, you know what happens, right? You keep procrastinating and you're delaying it. So I think I, I'm with you on that, Mike. I think every goal needs a target date. So that you have that deadline to focus on and something to look forward to, something to work work towards. And I think that's really um, important because it prevents other tasks from your everyday life from taking priority over your most important longer term goals, right? Yeah, absolutely. And just to give you a personal example, mm. so I'm currently doing my my PhD and right. And um, are you almost done? Like how many? No, no, I'm. Uh, I still got um, about another year months left. Eighteen yeah, months. We okay. Got the project and the the actual dissertation ready. So probably okay. two years. But it's interesting because a lot of people kind of make these assumptions before they enter these programs, and 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 in even I did that. Um, that oh, it's all about. It's all about um, learning, and of course, learning is a major part of it. But in order to be successful in these in these programs and, and to be an independent learner, because a lot of PhD graduate students are doing two things, right? They're they're studying on the one hand, but they're oftentimes working and and providing for their families. And and really, um, the biggest goal I would say that ninety percent of graduate school is actually sticking to your schedule and your timeline. <laughs> And that the people that struggle the most and go on Twitter and complain about the drawbacks of a PhD, it's because they don't have that Mm, personal ability to control their and manage their own time. And it's, it's oftentimes because they're striving for perfection. And we know that learning is not perfection. Learning is a P it's a process. Mm -hmm. And that really 
It's all about, in many cases, it's not seeing learning as an ended goal, but rather an ongoing process that you learn through life. So yeah, sure, you might write your first paper um, and it might not be the paper you want to produce, but that's okay because you're going to return to these ideas in the future. You might, might not master those five or six words that you've set out to learn this week, but that's okay because next week still exists, hopefully, mm-hmm. and you can come back to it and try them out again. What's important is sticking to the time limits and making sure that you're getting to those checkpoints every time, every day, without delay, um, and really holding yourself accountable. And I find the graduate students that do that are typically the happiest ones because they found that balance, and um, and they're also the most successful in terms of they get through their program on time um, with hair still on their head. Mm-hmm. So, so. <laughs> You know, folks, it's not about perfection at any stage of the game, uh, the game of life. It's more about um, setting these goals Mm -hmm. and um, setting a time, attaching a time or a deadline to them and then meeting those deadlines. Because, you know, Leo, there's nothing worse than meeting, not meeting a deadline because that impacts your confidence. Then you just tell yourself, I didn't meet this deadline. I probably won't meet the next one. And then the blame game starts, right? Yes. It's not my fault I couldn't meet the deadline. <laughs> it's their yeah. fault. It's the program's fault. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, and so it's... on. So, so we got to be accountable to ourselves and setting time limits is probably the first step. Yeah. It's, I love everything that you said, Mike, and especially the perfection part. I, like I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm creating a course for us. I'm in the middle of the creation of a course. And I was like, you know, picturing this perfect course in my head and I'm like no you know what I've had enough of this I'm just gonna get started so I started this week and I've made so much progress because of that so perfection is the enemy of progress because if you are always striving for perfection you're just never gonna get anywhere so a time-bound goal has to answer questions like okay I'm going to do this great when okay Oh, I'm going to learn to speak English. Okay, good. But what can you do six months from now? What can I do six weeks from now? What can I do today? So you really have to attach these questions to your, to your time-bound uh, goals. Because if you don't have those, those, those deadlines, Mike, I think you're just going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And nothing ever happens. Yeah. And I, and I would argue like, and I think we've talked a little bit about this in uh, one of our earlier episodes about identity and who we want to be down mm-hmm. the road. So and oftentimes, folks, it's all about, okay, what is that target I want to achieve six months from now? Okay, it's this, it's, it's learning the, the, the first thousand words of the academic word list. Okay, um, fine. What do I need to do to get me to those to get me to that thousand words, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, by this date, I'll have this, by this date, I'll have this many, by the next date, I'll have that many, and so on. So mm-hmm. you, can, you can work backwards, or you can work um, from the ground up towards it. Uh, but either way, it's really important to have those incremental deadlines. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's, that's it. I think this is a good way for us to kind of like start wrapping up the episode here. Um, and I wanted to add one thing, Mike, 
it's very useful once you set these um, SMART goals. I think it's really important for you to kind of go back every couple of weeks and assess whether those goals were realistic, whether the, the timing was, was good, whether you have fulfilled those goals. And if not, reflect, why did I not achieve those goals? What, what, what stopped me or what prevented me from achieving these goals? Because I think that one of the most important things and something that we lack as human beings is this ability to not only evaluate on our goals or evaluate our goals regularly, but also reflect on those goals. And when you are a student learning a new language, you are going to make mistakes. It's very likely that you're going to make a lot of mistakes when you're setting your goals in the beginning, specifically those with regards to how realistic they are. I know that because I've made a lot of mistakes like that in the past. So if you are able to really get into the habit of reviewing, reevaluating, and, and reflecting, oh, there you go, the three R's, the three R's of, uh, of, of the goal setting, reviewing, reevaluating, and reflecting on your, on your goals based on this smart framework, I, I think you're going to eventually become much better at it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that even reflecting itself is a real skill. And I hope mm -hmm. that, um, and I think down the road, you and I have talked about, we'll probably have a, 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 another podcast about those three hours, and in particular, how to be a better reflector. Because as we know, in this day and age, not everyone's willing to, to, to recognize and acknowledge their, their, um, their, their drawbacks, mm -hmm. to put it tactfully. Yeah. <laughs> but it's quite important for this journey of self-improvement, it's so important to just be honest with yourself yeah. and to, uh, to acknowledge that these, these drawbacks exist while also recognizing that they can be amended and, and reshaped so that you can move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I honestly think, Mike, that now as we are coming to an end, um, I honestly think those of you who are listening to us, we really hope that you find the SMART framework um, useful. Um, that it really provides you with the kind of clarity, right? Because we talked about this in the four, in the seven C's, four C's, seven C's. That's it provides right. you with, uh, with the right focus, that it provides you with the right motivation to achieve your goals. Um, and I would like to leave everyone here who is listening to this podcast right now, I'd like to leave you with some reflection questions because we like reflecting. We talked about okay. um, um, reflect reevaluate and um what was the other one reflect reevaluate there was another r um reflect reevaluate and uh what was the third one anyway I'm blank. review review <laughs> so review reevaluate and reflect and reflect reflects always the last one yes yes so i have a, a couple of questions for two questions for those of you who are listening to this a very simple one um, the first one is, can you think of any advantages or disadvantages to using SMART goals in your life, in your language learning journey? That's the first one. So what, what, are, what are some of the advantages and some of the disadvantages of using this, this framework? That's the first question. The second question is, how easy do you think it is for you to set those SMART goals for your language learning okay those are two questions that we would like to leave you um here for reflection and 
again, if you, yes, Mike, go ahead. And just a reminder that if you, if you are really into this idea of smart goals and habit building, please do join our self-directed learning portal mm-hmm. because we really emphasize these types of learning habits and strategies to really help you learn English faster and more effectively. So please do check out the SDLP for $50 a year. It's a great investment and it really helps you take control over your learning. Not to mention, you meet some great people along the way. That's it. Mike, thank you again for another great episode. Thank you, Leo. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Everyone, thank you for listening. Um, We're very happy to have you here. Um, We're going to come back um, very soon with another episode of Teacher Talking Time, The Cult of Learning. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Teacher Talking Time, brought to you by Learn Your English. Ready to take control of your education? You're in the right place. Teaching, professional development, learning. Expand your world with Learn Your English.